Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Groover, and we are so excited to be here today. It is uh, morning when we're recording this, and uh, we were talking before we got on the air about sleep and good sleep and sleepiness and how some days you just wake up and you're, and you wish you could go back to bed. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. So we thought we'd talk about good sleep today and how that affects you and how you can improve your sleep hygiene to get through the night easier. Well, and this is this is one of those important things, right? There's there's some simple things for health that if people do, like you know, drink more water. That's a pretty simple thing, but most people don't drink enough water, right? And sleep is one of those things too. I mean, most of us don't get enough or good enough sleep when we're when we're there, right? Because a lot of times there's there's the tossing and the turning and the everything else or getting up and going back and, and it ends up really kind of messing with your sleep cycle. Yep. And because of that, you know, we wake up and we're exhausted, right? And so you start the day tired and it's hard. And, and the other thing too, you know, there's, there's a lot of research that has been done too, that a lot of our, a, a lot of our physical ailments actually is a result of not sleeping well so yeah. we want to have a good night's rest so how do we do that kathy oh i thought you knew oh geez this is gonna be a this is gonna <laughs> be, be a, a long episode. a long or a short episode now right <laughs> i do know i actually have a chapter in this in one of my books so i do know i so, knew you did i so. knew yes so the first thing is everybody always asks me what kind of bed should i get what kind of pillow do you recommend i don't know nobody can tell you that oh interesting I, that's the first question people that, are usually that, asking you that is the first when we're talking about sleep that's the first thing they say i don't like my pillow i i can't help you you have to find what works for you go to the store lay on the beds if they have like a three-month trial and you can send it back do that there is no one solution for everybody and i, I you know i don't know anybody that's like 100% happy with the first bed they plop down on, you know, whether it's the pillow top or the thing that molds to your body or it moves up and down in the middle of the night. I, I don't, it, it really is such a customizable <laughs> thing. That could be a problem with your sleep, right? If your bed just starts moving in the middle of the night. Well, there are some that detect your snoring and then adjust the position. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that would not work for me. But for somebody oh. else, it might. It's okay. some sleep number. I don't know what it is. So you have to find what works for you. And this is with so much of, you like complementary alternative medicine and natural health, it, it does sort of become an experiment. You have to be your best health detective and figure out work, what works best for you. So before all of you email and go, this is great, what bed should I get? We can't tell you. So let's just get that off the table right now. Well, because uh, it, And it's different for each person, right? Absolutely. Some some people like a firmer pillow than others, right? Yep. Some like, like a contour because I like to sleep on my side. So I have kind of a contoured pillow. Mm -hmm. It works for me. You got to find out what works for you. And a lot of times that is trial and error, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but I think, you know, too, on the, on the bed, you know, one thing that I've always been taught um, that I, that I live is don't skimp on whatever comes between you and the ground. So I've spent a lot of money on my couch, 
right? Mm -hmm. Because that's a place where you end up spending time. So I don't have a cheap couch that hurts my back. I wear good shoes, right? I I invest in shoes that fit me, that, that, that work for me. And I don't mind spending a lot of money on shoes that are actually from a comfort perspective, you know, for the fashion perspective, I'm not going to spend a thousand bucks on a pair of shoes that hurt my feet and hurt my back, but, but I don't mind spending on something that works for me and your bed is the same thing, right? So again, I mean, I've spent a lot of money on beds over the years, because again, if you, if you figure you're spending at least six to eight hours a day Uh on that bed, you want to make sure that you've got a good quality bed, yep. one that works for you. You know, there's there's so many people that I've that I've seen. In fact, uh, a family member. You know, you go over to family member and you stay in their guest bedroom, <laughs> and sometimes those are like the worst mattresses, right? It's like a thirty year old mattress with this huge hole in the middle of it. You know, so taco you taco bed, taco yeah, taco bed. bed. So you're like, you know, you you you're Roll down to in the this. middle. Uh, well, you you can't help a roll to the middle because it rolls you to the mm-hmm. middle where the big hole is, right? And so it's not a surprise when you wake up in the morning and your back is hurting Ugh. because the bed hasn't been supporting you. So yeah, if your bed's 30 years old, you probably want to get a new bed. <laughs> yeah, okay. please, please get a new bed. And, and you know, when I'm still doing massage and people talk to me about sleep and sleep positions and they wake up feeling sore and they wake up with aches and pains, it's probably the mattress. So adjust what works for you. And here's one of the hardest things though. You meet a new person, you fall in love, you move in together. Oh, the bed. Mm. Because like you said, so many people have different ideas of what feels good to them. So um, the bed compatibility thing, I swear to God, that's what match.com should do. If they should look at, <laughs> they should look at your sleep number or whatever. They, right? should, they should look at astrology and how you like your bed. That those are the two things that are important. No. Okay. So we've got the bed covered. So let's just, and, and this is so, this is so common stuff, but let's go over it again is, is actually sleep hygiene in the bedroom. Make sure it's dark make sure it's quiet, make sure you don't have pets jumping all over you. And that's one of the problems that I face now is because I, we sleep in a loft, the cat has full access to the house, full access to the bed. There's no way to keep him out. So in the middle of the night, he's jumping on us and he's crunching his food and he's playing with my face and he's, you know, it's, it's disturbing. Um, So if you can, and I know you love, we love our pets, try not to have them climbing all over you. You know, I've had clients where the dog takes up most of the bed and they're shoved in a corner because they don't want to move the dog. The dog doesn't have to go to work tomorrow. I know you love your pet, get the dog out of the bed. Uh, or they're severely allergic and they're sleeping with a cat on their face. It's like, come on, like, let's let's use your head on this. So dark, quiet, get the pets out, get the kids out if you can. Uh, if you need a white noise machine to cancel out the trash truck or the kids down the street, do that. Um, don't do anything crazy, exciting, upsetting that last half hour before you go to sleep. That last half hour is when we should be winding down. That's when our brain starts to process. What are we going to throw away? What are we going to prune into memories? Uh, you know, don't read your computer or your tablet in bed. That's really, that blue light is really bad for you. Uh, you know, there's just some sort of logical stuff to help us make sure we're getting sleep so that we're more productive the next day. Well, and, and on a couple of those, you know, again, simple things, right? I mean, as humans, usually when the sun goes down for us, biologically, it means it's time to sleep. So, you know, I know there's people with crazy work schedules, oh. some people work at night. So whatever you can do, though, to try to have your 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 
wherever you're sleeping darker, right, is going to help you because your body, again, whether it's really light outside or not, it's going to see that it's dark around you, which means you should be going to sleep. The other thing too is, you know, kind of, I don't know how to say this the right way, but it's like make, make where you sleep a little sanctuary for you. So, you know, I have never been one to read in bed, to watch TV in bed. I don't do that. Right. So there's no TV in my bedroom. I don't sleep. I don't read in bed. If I'm, if I can't sleep, I'm going to get up and go read in, in, in the living room. Right. And then come back to bed. But the reason for that, there, there's actually a little, um, you know, it's a subconscious thing too, right? Is that we program ourselves. And so if you're, if you're used to getting in your bed and watching TV or, right working. Now, or working, now all of oh. a sudden your body's like, well, am I supposed to go to sleep or am I supposed to be working? Right. And, and we actually train ourselves that way too. So, you know, the more you do other activities like that in your bed, the harder it's going to be for you to sleep as yeah. well. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. That is so true. And we do, we are programmed creatures, programmable creatures. So no, that's a great point. Not, you know, keeping bed for bed and you know, fooling around. We'll, <laughs> that'll be a separate show. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, it's, it's raw and unscripted. So, you know, yeah, there we go. Uh, so we've got the little E next to it. We can talk about yeah. it if you want to, right? <laughs> exactly. So let's talk. Okay. So your heart, your, your sleep hygiene is great. Your bed is phenomenal. You're still having trouble. There's a couple supplements that can help. Valerian root is an herb. It's stinky and it tastes terrible, but it's really good at helping you sleep. Maybe chamomile tea, something to help you wind down and turn things off before you go to sleep. If you need more than that, there are amazing homeopathics that help with sleep. There's one called moon drops that I really, really like. They look like teeny little communion wafers. They're so cute, Um, but they melt and literally they knock you out. I mean, they're just so good. Um, And then there's tryptophan and 5-HTP and melatonin, which is a natural hormone the body produces anyway. Um, Those are things that you can start to experiment with. Do not take tryptophan or 5-HTP if you're on an SSRI for depression. That can cause some chemical problems in the brain. You don't want to do that. And those are sort of the last resort. And then the last, last resort is prescription stuff. And, you know, if you're getting on an overnight flight and you need to pop an Ambien, do that. Make sure you don't sleepwalk or you, you know, run around the plane nude in the middle of the night and not know it. That could be a thing. Um, it's a thing. It can be a thing. I know. It, it, I know. it could be a thing. Laugh, but it's a thing. It, it, it's a thing. Um, but you know, you, those things are really addictive. If you're relying on chemicals to sleep at one, some point your body goes, Oh, cool. I don't even have to do this anymore. And then it's relying on those chemicals. So just be careful. If you need to turn to that kind of medication, it can not be great for you. Well, and that's, that's, that's similar to the bed that we just talked about too, right? Some of these things work well for people. I've tried to take melatonin before. It doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've experimented with it. It doesn't work for me. So do some Google searches, you know, because again, I mean, we, we, you know, find out for yourself what you think and what you feel like is going to work for you. Try it out. If it doesn't work, move on to something else. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing too, you know, yeah, there's all the supplements moving up to pharmaceuticals, but you can also, we talked about it being habit-based, right? So we can train ourselves. In fact, I have a little evening ritual when I get in my bed, right? And so you can even do some things like that. We'll talk more about the 30 minutes because I think we want to hit more on that too, because that really is an important, uh, important mm-hmm. time. 
but for example, there, you know, when I get into bed, I say certain things to myself, I lay in a certain position and I have a routine in what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I do a couple of different movements. I say some things to myself. In fact, one of the things that I say to myself as I turn over into this one position is I fall asleep quickly. I fall asleep quickly. Mm -hmm. I fall asleep quickly. Right. And so I turn over, I slow down my brain waves. I start saying that to myself. Mm -hmm. That's a little self hypnosis -y right in, in yep. what we're doing and so we're starting to or i'm start, I'm, I'm programming my brain and my body hey when i turn over into this position and i start saying i fall asleep quickly i do in like a minute or two i am yeah. gone right because yeah. i've trained my my body to be able to do that and allow my brain to shut off so yeah. so again if it works for you, try it out. You know, it's, it's one of those things too, where it's like with everything, don't do it one day and go, oh, Jason, it still took me 25 minutes right. to get to sleep. And so I'm never going to do that again. You gotta, <laughs> It's just like anything else. You gotta, well, you didn't try it. You didn't try it. You got to train yourself, right, to be able to do it. But that's one thing that works, works well for me. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you bring that up because when we talk about affirmations and when I teach people affirmations, if you want to make them really, really potent, do it in that last half hour before you go to sleep. That's the time your brain is the most suggestible, the most susceptible to things. This is why having a fight with your spouse, watching a disturbing film, reading the news, all that stuff is really bad for you that last half an hour. It's the time to turn things down, not to turn things up. So my bedtime ritual is I climb the ladder, tick, 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 water. I do my mental bank, which involves affirmations, close all that up, go to sleep. Sometimes I am a read in bed person. Uh, I love reading in bed. It's harder now because that I need these and the lighting <laughs> is shit. I'm like, you know, like I, it's so frustrating. It's like, I want to be able to read and it's harder. Uh, so I might read. I try not to do things on my phone. I'm doing Noom right now and there's daily programs that you have to do. So if I got to the end of the day and went, oh, crap, I didn't read that little paragraph. I might, um, but I'm not a big reader. I, I can't, I don't read books on the phone. I don't have an e-reader, that sort of thing, a tablet. I read a, a book. You remember those hard things, things. with paper and ink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Really cool. You can hold them and feel them. They're great. Uh, and then I, same thing as you, I get into, there's one fall asleep position uh, and then I'm out, you know? So, so let's talk about the, the ego state aspect of this though. You wake up in the middle of the night and your to-do list maker's going, Ooh. Ooh, tomorrow morning you have this thing. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if we just shut up and go to sleep? <laughs> well, and that's, and that's where allowing comes in too, right? Because if, oh. if you wake up like that, because one of the other things I was going to say is, you know, in, in that 30 minute cool down period, uh -huh. you know, in fact, I think the latest version or anyway, I was doing something on my phone and Apple has, you know, the sleep sleep time kind of thing where you yep. can set, Hey, I want to go to sleep at this time and wake up at this time in it. And one of the prompts is, would you like a quiet down period or something that they call it? Right. Nice. And so it'll actually silence your phone or put it on do not disturb a half an hour before you go to bed. Oh. Okay. So, so the half an hour is important. If you're still on a device using blue light, glasses right like my reading glasses have the blue light stuff in nice. it so that that helps you to settle down because again the bright light from the uh -huh. from the uh electronic devices mimics light 
And so again, it makes you feel like it's not really time to go to bed because yep. you've just been looking at the sun for the last 30 minutes, right? Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, so there's that, but again, you know, it's, it's those things that you do 30 minutes before you go to bed. That is what you are most su suggestible about when you go to bed. Yep. So it's not a surprise. Again, if you, if you watch a scary movie, chances are you might have some nightmares because you know if you if you finish that movie you go right to bed oh. those things are going to be playing out in your mind so again i'm not telling you don't watch scary movies if you like it fine yeah but do something else the half an hour to hour before you go to bed that's going to not make you more susceptible mm -hmm. to having nightmares yeah right? yep Yep. And let me throw something on top of that that people think is a good way to fall asleep. Scalding hot bath, jump in the jacuzzi or the hot tub. That is actually really bad for you right before you go to bed. One, it's dehydrating. And two, it relaxes your muscles, which is great, except then you get into bed and then your muscles cool down. And so often you can wake up with a headache, with a neck ache, with aches and pains because your body was in this like malleable, pliable thing. And then you, you know, fall asleep like this and you wake up the next morning going, uh-oh. I can't move. I can't move. move. So, you know, if you want to do a hot bath or a jacuzzi, that's great, but do it earlier so that your body has time to like cool down and you can still move before you jump into bed. I used to, I would get out of a scalding bath and go straight to sleep because it, 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 it tires you out. And I would wake up with a headache. I would wake up feeling awful and my neck would hurt. My shoulder would be wonky. So, you know, don't jump out of the water straight into a bed. Well, and one thing too that you mentioned, you know, because I know a lot of a lot of people do struggle with this. They'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning oh, yeah. with that to-do list in their mind, right? Yep. So, so one of the things you can do too in the thirty minutes is, hey, if there's something you haven't gotten done yet, just do it and take care of it, so your brain doesn't have to worry about it, yep. right? So that's like you were saying with Noom or whatever you're using. It's yeah. you know. If, if at the end of the day, you haven't done everything that you needed to, just take care of it and then just allow yourself to sleep and realize that I'll take care of whatever else needs to be done tomorrow. Yeah. I can allow myself this time to go to sleep. In fact, doing that will make it make you much more productive tomorrow whenever you've yes. got to deal with whatever you've got to deal with. Yep. Well, and let's say this, do it if it's something that is easy to do. If it's, I need to start from scratch and do my taxes. <laughs> don't don't start your taxes right yeah, before yeah, you go to that's bed. That's probably not the time to start, but you might be able to do a brain dump where you sit there and you go, okay, tomorrow, what am I going to do tomorrow? I need to start the taxes. I need to pay the mortgage. I need to call my mother-in-law. I need to, and then put it away. You've written it down. It's out of your brain. Tell yourself, hey, look, you know, I appreciate you going through the to-do list. Again, we've written it down. And the rest of us have to sleep. So if you can just quiet that down and trust that I'm going to do this first thing tomorrow. And then normally I have that start to have that conversation with myself. By the time I get two sentences in, I'm out because my, the other ego states, if you've not, if you don't know ego states, go back and watch the ego state one. Um, you know, the other ego states go, Oh, okay. We don't have to Capricorn right now. They've got it down. She's going to do this tomorrow. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you forget, Oh crap, did I pay the mortgage and don't lay there and ruminate about it. Go down and freaking check to see if you paid the mortgage, if it's going to keep you up all night. I remember waking up in the middle of the night. I used to wear four rings. I had my wedding band and my engagement ring, which was my grandmother's engagement ring. And then I had this ring and then another band that was my other grandmother's. 
And for some reason, when I sleep, I feel my jewelry. And if I'm not wearing it, it like wakes me up and I actually kind of freak out a little bit. So like if I take them off for trapeze and don't put them back on, it, it's weird to me. I just, I'm just so used to having them. So I woke up in the middle of the night and I only felt three of the four rings. I was like, mm. oh no, oh no. And I started to panic and I kind of went back through my day and I was doing a lot of massage then. So I take my rings off. I put them in a little cup next to my massage table. And it, at the end of the day, I put them back on. And I thought, oh no, I put them on as I was walking to the car. What if I drop one in the parking lot? It's my grandmother's ring. What if it's gone? And I started to ruminate. It was like three o'clock in the morning. And I thought, you know what? You're not going to sleep. You need to go to your office. So I got up in the middle of the night. I threw on sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I drove the six minutes to my office. Sure enough, in the cup, there was the fourth ring. A, yep. I put it on. I went, huh. I went home and went back to sleep. I just fell right back to sleep um, because I knew that if I didn't go check, I would be up all night and it would be pointless. So it's like, if you have to take care of the problem, go check something, go check to see whatever it is. Make sure you turned off the stove. Please check that one. See if you paid the bill, see if you responded to that email, see where your ring is. You know, um, again, don't start the taxes in the middle of the night, but if it's something that is gonna keep you up and is, is fixable, you don't have to lay there and suffer. You know, you have permission to get up if you need to. <laughs> Well, another little trick that I've heard a lot of people do, I've done it at different points in my life, but mm. put a put a pad of paper and pen next to your bed too, yep. right? So again, if you wake up in the middle of the night, just write it down, mm -hmm. go back to sleep. And in the morning, it'll be there for you, but it allows you to release it, just take care of it. Because like you said, if you, if you notice that you're into rumination, you got to take care of it because you're going to sit there ruminating and that is not going to let you go back to sleep. Nope. So just take care of it. Yep, take care of it. Oh, I love this. Oh my gosh, we have so many tips from sleep hygiene and getting the right bed um, to uh, to what happens if you wake up in the middle of the night. This is good. See, we have so good. many good ideas. Well, yes. <laughs> I think I think we knew what we were talking about on this one, even though at the I beginning people were like, oh no, maybe I need to stop the podcast because these people don't know what they're talking about. We always know it well. Maybe not always. Not always. Between the, between the two of us, we're pretty smart. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I got half a brain. You got more than half a brain together. We're, we're just fine, right? <laughs> uh, I think we have at least a brain. Uh, yeah, there we go. Perfect. All right. All right. So, hey, this has been fabulous. Um, go have a great night's sleep. If you have problems, you know, really just sit down and, and think about some of the stuff that we suggested. There's so much, so much more out there. Like I said, I actually mention it in two of my books. I talk about sleep and, and going to sleep. So, you know, pick those up too. Um, I'm Kathy Groover. I could be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So tonight, have a great sleep. And we'll catch you on the next Fire Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.